This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com. We make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. Welcome to our year-end edition of Group Text and Behind the Velvet Rope. David Yontif, you have made this year so much fun for me. I mean, well, you're making this moment so much fun for me with this headband that says 2024 on it for everyone watching us on YouTube. I am just, I'm jealous, Melissa. You know, between the the 2024 hat, the sparkly sweater, and me getting to go to BravoCon while you were too busy being fancy in Europe at a wedding, you've had a lot, you're having a lot of pain. I mean, listen, I'm still, I, BravoCon is still a sore subject. I wish I was there. I'm, next year, don't think just because you had so much fun with Dax and he's in the herd at media, I already know what you, how it works. No, no, no. Okay? There's, Dax can come too, but- don't think I've been replaced. No, you will never be replaced in my heart. Thank you. Okay, huge, huge stories of the year. The year that was, 2023. Um, okay, probably, I don't know what was the biggest Bravo story of the year. You had Tom and Raquel, Kylie and Maurizio and Morgan, we had a full-on New York City Housewives um, a reboot. complete reboot, easy for you to say. And then if that wasn't enough, we had major below-deck scandals. So where do we want to start? What do you think was the biggest story? Well, I think the biggest story, I think, clearly was the scandal. It's not my biggest shocker. Like, I still will stand by. I am not shocked that two people that lived together for nine years that weren't married, and one is 40 years old and lives in L.A. and is in a rock band and wears nail polish, and the other, and one wants children and one doesn't. I'm not shocked that this is over. This ended in disaster. But I think it is still the biggest story of the year. It was so big. It was making like, was it the Wall Street Journal? Oh, it was the New York Times. 
I mean, it literally became sort of a whole story about reality shows and pop culture and the power of those stories. I mean, okay, so Tom and Raquel, this was Vanderpump Rules. What was so shocking was that the production company and Bravo did not know this was happening. And when it broke, they had to go cameras back up. Yeah, and that's kind of a trend now. They've done that like at least twice in the Bravo world since with cameras back up. So maybe I think that kind of changed things. I think at the time you said that this gave uh, Vanderpump Rules a new lease on life. Do you still feel that way? Yeah, I do. Because we just saw the trailer for season 11. And, you know, it's kind of like the aftermath. Tom says he had a bad season. Raquel isn't there. But, like, they're all still just riding this wave. And you know what it is? Like, it happened season 10. So, And they also almost lost the show, I believe. So they're, they know what they're doing. So it's like you have a bunch of people that kind of saw the end. And, you know, there's nothing worse than a reality star when the the cameras go down, right? So I think they realize it too, and they're all kind of playing it up. And I think it just, it's like a beautiful storm, so to speak. What I still find amazing with the hundreds of hours that uh, of tape these, these shows shoot, how did nobody catch on to this? That's what you said at the time. And I mean, I think that's like the bigger story. It's like, you know, even in the trailer for next season, we're looking and we're seeing this one kiss that one. And we're like, what is true and what is not true? You know, it's like, that's really the story, right? Like, why is the real story of what happened? Why wasn't that captured? And this had to happen to kind of uncover it. So how real is reality TV, really? But still, I mean, and and coming from both sides of it, that is... Staggering. And speaking of riding a wave, everybody is coming out of this, which is fascinating to me, pretty much okay. Uh, Ariana dancing with the stars and now cast as uh, Roxy Hart in Chicago, but they love stunt casting. They do. They, you've got Raquel, who I was informed at the dinner that I got to go with, uh, with, with um, Bethany is no longer Raquel, she's Rachel. And you said she's launching a podcast with Bethany. And Tom was selling out venues with his band. Didn't you go to see him? I went twice. I okay, went in. That, that's, by the way, that's something between you and your therapist. It is something between me and my therapist. In my defense, we all know I'm between New York and LA, and I went in New York, and then I was in LA, and I have a friend who basically was on bended knees and said, please, 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 please let's go. And I'm like, okay, we're going to go again. I mean, she, the- she never went. So, I mean, I kind of did her a solid. There you go. So, what I found fascinating at BravoCon. They don't, the the fans aren't treating Tom like a bad guy. They were excited to see him. They were buying merch. I mean, you would have thought he would have gotten like booed and hissed out of the place. That's my thing about celebrity, right? They are going to be on the internet. They're going to be trolls. But when you're right there, they all wanted a picture with Tom, didn't they? Yeah. They all wanted yeah. the Tom Tom shirt, the Tom, you know, so it's uh, that, yeah. 
So look, I think he's, I think people are starting to get over it. Like, I think, you know, there's plenty of people that still hate Tom Sandoval, but I just think by the, look, it's kind of like, you know how it is as a reality TV producer or a TV producer, like you're not going to fire Tom. So the only way to keep him is to start the favorable narrative, right? Like we love to hate certain people, but when you hate to hate people, that's when it's over. So I mean, producers don't want him hated. They want him, they want you to love to hate him. So I think he's going to get that soft edit and they're slowly going to start by the end of the season. People are going to start to come around. And who's going to become the new villain? Well, that's a really good question. I mean, in the trailer, you have Lala screaming that, you know, she says she never saw someone get cheated on before and become God. And she was referring to Ariana. Now, she has since spoken out that she didn't mean that and she supports Ariana. But I don't know. I mean, this is I mean, Ariana said she made over two million dollars because of this whole scandal so far. And right. She's headed to Broadway. I think. There's only so much you could sit around and just watch someone that's on the same show as you get so much that before you start saying, like, where's mine, even though they're all doing well. I don't know. Maybe Lala. Katie's always a good villain. Yeah. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games. I've been telling you guys for months about how great the Moisture Rich Bomb from Oak Essentials is for my face. The reason why my face looks so glowing and hydrated and dewy, it's because of Oak Essentials Moisture Rich Bomb. Well, now I need to tell you about Oak Essentials Body Routine. Their body routine is my go-to for glowing results from the neck down. The body products are so luxurious from Oak Essentials, but I'm particularly in love with a luminous body lotion. It's so soothing and hydrating, but still incredibly lightweight. And just like the Moisture Rich Balm from my face, the new Moisture Rich Body Balm, oh my God, it has that same intensive moisture. Ooh, this holiday season, get yourself or someone you love Oak Essentials. It's my go-to skincare brand for radiant and glowing skin. My followers get 15% off their first order when they use code VELVET at checkout. That's 15% off your first order at O-A-K-E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L-S.com, promo code VELVET. Whether you're starting from scratch or filling in the gaps, Oak Essentials gives you one less thing to worry about. Treat yourself because you deserve it. I have no time for anything this month. It's the holidays, and it's one of the reasons why now more than ever I have turned to HelloFresh. HelloFresh has let me skip the grocery store, and it saved me time with these tasty recipes that are delivered right to my front door. I love that HelloFresh has so many options you can choose from. You can do pescatarian, fit and wholesome, quick and easy. They have deliveries that are family-friendly, veggie. The options are endless. I made the most amazing sweet potato fajitas last night. All of this was delivered. The sweet potatoes, the jalapenos, the lime, even the sour cream and cilantro. You can save money this month. That's right. Cheaper than takeout. And with pre-proportioned ingredients, you'll never waste money on excess food. And they have recipes for all three meals of the day. Listen, go to hellofresh.com slash velvet rope free and use code velvet rope free for free breakfast for life. One breakfast item per box while subscription is active. That's free breakfast for life at HelloFresh. 
com slash velvet rope free with code velvet rope free hello fresh america's number one meal kit um again another sex scandal it, this whole year with bravo has been a lot of sex scandals there's a lot you really uh kyle Maurizio and morgan wade wow did i don't think anyone saw that coming I'm not sure if Maurizio and Kyle even saw it coming. I mean, did you ever know the name Morgan Wade before this? I mean, I'm sure country music fans did, but not most of us, right? No, I don't even know how big she was in the country world. I mean, she certainly wasn't A-list. Right. And now suddenly everybody knows her name. Not a bad year for Morgan Wade. I don't care how you slice it, right? Right. So again, Bravo had to go cameras back up with another scandal. And this wasn't even a scandal. This was more of like a who done it. Who done it? I mean, she's on the show. Like she's been on the show. We had it the scene with her and Kyle. She calls Kyle. Kyle picks up. You see her face on the other end of the phone. I am just this one still. I told you last night when we were talking, this one still confuses me. I still I'm just so confused. Like she, she was at now. Kathy says Kathy met her and Kathy says she loves her. So I think at this point, sure. Kathy would invite her to the Christmas party, but she was at Kathy's Christmas party with what looked to be Kyle. Like I imagine they went together. That's, that's the weird part. We're not filming a show now. Why are you bringing this person to Kathy's Christmas party? Seems like that's, I mean, you're that good of friends. First of all, you and I are good friends. They, we don't go everywhere together. They, they know the pictures are going to get picked up. So technically it is still the show. Let's be honest. Correct. If you want privacy, you don't post. Kathy's Christmas party was sponsored by DirecTV. And I mean, if you saw the list of Bravo celebrities that were there, I'm like, okay, this person has no clue of who. I mean, Kathy knows. Yeah. They all know who Kathy is, but you're like, Kathy doesn't know who this one is. That one is. There were people from Southern Charm there. I'm like, Kathy doesn't know any of these people. Oh, hell no, she doesn't. But so the original story was, and correct me if I'm wrong, that Morgan was Kyle's sober buddy. That was out there, yeah. Right. And sometimes you have a sponsor, and very often people find and reach out to some people who are sober, and they become accountable to each other, not just to their sponsor. And they're thought of as a sober buddy. And there are actually people called sober coaches that travel with people and celebrities and musicians on the road to help them. But so everyone kept saying that Morgan was Kyle's sober buddy. And that's why they were always together. They did. And I mean, like Kyle is like, she's not sober. Like She's not drinking. She feels great not drinking. She's given up drinking, but she hasn't like gone through a program where she has a real addiction problem. I mean, there's right. Like she's not an, an AA. Not that I've heard. No, not that she I've just heard. decided like she feels good not drinking. Well, guess what? When I don't drink, I feel great the next day too. Like, okay. So calling her a sober buddy is kind of a misnomer. I think so. In what it means within that industry. Yeah, like Kyle, for all I know, can have a drink and then be hungover and have a bad day and then say, well, that was dumb. I'm going to not drink now for another six months. 
That's what people people that, yeah, I mean, I do that all the time. Well, people, you know, we're coming on to sober January. Um, Okay, Morgan's new song. You and I talked about that. I haven't heard it. You said it does everything but say the word Kyle. It references, you know, it references like the bling bling, you know, my friend from Beverly Hills and bling bling housewife. And it talks about like hanging out at Chateau Marmont with her. I mean, now Morgan has since done an interview where she's like, oh, I've never been to Chateau Marmont. It's just it's just a song. Well, but first of all, you say Chateau Marmont and everybody knows where it is and what it is. So just because you haven't been there doesn't mean you don't have to reference it. You don't know what it is and you can't reference it. We all get a picture of like you're in some bungalow there in the dark with Kyle and, you know, it's kind of like an A-list crowd there. So, yeah, I mean, like certainly if you live in L.A., you know what Chateau Marmont is. Do you think that's her way of. Here's what I wonder. How long is Morgan going to be willing to play this game of cat and mouse before she's like, okay, we're coming clean? You know, because that that happens. That happens a lot. Yeah, and I mean, if there's really nothing going on, like eventually, doesn't she want to date somebody else? I mean, doesn't Kyle, like, eventually, like, the real world is going to set in? Like, aren't you going to meet somebody that you actually are going to be seen with somewhere? Yeah, and and it's all very confusing, especially because Kyle and Maurizio were posting or the picture from all of them and Aspen together. Like it's all, but then you find out Morgan was now, it's also confusing, but it's making us watch. So now Maurizio was on Dancing with the Stars and suddenly there were photos of him looking cozy with his partner. And then you just sent me a photo of him looking cozy with some social media influencer. Do we think, it's just so hard to believe what's real. It's so hard to believe what's real because no, we really don't see much, right? Like there's really no picture. There's no video of Mauricio making out with any of these people. There's no video with like Kyle's making out with Morgan. So it's all just like a little touch here, like a little hand graze there. So, I mean, really I'm confused because I'm like, you like, what do you have to gain from the publicity? Like you have it now, like it's already a thing I mean, I guess, look, it got Mauricio on Dancing with the Stars. It certainly helped. It got Morgan is touring with Alanis Morissette and Joan Jett now. She's opening for both of them. That's a pretty good gig for her. That's a huge gig. Right? Huge gig. Yes. Because I still can't really tell you anything about her music. Like, do I like Joan Jett? Sure. Do I like Alanis Morissette? I might go to that concert. I'll sit there. I'll say, like, wow, this girl's really good. She's going to it's she's gonna sell stuff from that. So, I don't. it's not like Kyle's. I don't understand because Kyle's position was not in jeopardy. It's not in jeopardy on the show. It never mm-hmm. was. I mean, she's like the lead of the show, according to Andy. Like, they're not going to get rid of her. So I just don't understand if it's all publicity. You didn't really need this. I mean, I know it's Hollywood and L.A. and you, we all need it, I guess. Like, that's just how it works. But, I mean, we all knew who Kyle was. Like, she was thriving in the public eye before this. No. Yeah, I th- I think so, but it's um you know, it, it I hate not knowing if it's real. You yeah. know, and I haven't seen anything. You know, whoever is the newly single guy is always the one that they say is having an affair with their partner. 
on Dancing with the Stars. That's we've heard, how many times have we heard this story? We heard it about it's, Erica Jane when she was on it, right after Tom, and, and over and over. Everybody, that's the ongoing story. But the w- thing that was the most interesting, like I said, was the social media influencer because she didn't look like she was going to be working with him. I don't think that's who ta- who uh, Maurizio would hire. Yeah. Like on I, his social media. I think he has a big team and, you know, it's like the agency social media and it's a real, Mauricio has a real business. Yeah, I don't think he's gonna, this just looked like, you know, some college kid. Coffee. Yeah. Coffee. Like, you know. Interesting. So, a, a continuing down our Real Housewives rabbit hole, as we always like to, two big stories left. The NY Reboot. The only one who came out of it unscathed, Jenna Lyons. This one, like, I'm more interested in this story than, I mean, if you think about it, like, I mean, that was shocking. I mean, to me, that was shocking. When they decided they were just going to reboot a whole franchise, this one is actually the most shocking to me. Like, I'm more, and I just think, like, the bigger implications of, like, what does this mean? I mean, there's a lot of other franchises that I think could use a whole complete reboot, so I just think this opens the doors for so much. I mean, no one felt safe in their job before. They certainly don't now. This one's no. this one I find very interesting. And I found it very interesting when Jenna Lyons decided to do it. I found it fascinating how the network handled her. I find it fascinating that Andy did the talk shows with her and the Today Show with her, talking about how hard it was to land her, and that she's now saying, am I or or aren't I, like, going to come back? I mean, she's, and you you know there's a product line on its way. There has to be. She's doing a lot of press for someone who's not sure if she's happy with being there and all this other stuff. I mean, she's, she's out there talking. The season's over, you know? She, she stood in front of that, remember that painting, quit. And then she got more play out of wearing jeans to the reunion and suddenly she was the housewife we were all talking about and jenna's very smart this is a smart smart woman so what i want to find out and maybe you can find this out for me kind of like a gift is how much is she getting paid I mean, I would have ventured to say, I mean, it was hard to land her. I don't know. Like, do you, you know, look, the rumored starting salary is 60K and I've heard your Jenna Lyons your is head. not do No, I'm saying, yes, that's what I've heard too. But Jenna Lyons ain't going on the show for 60,000. No. And then there's other people that will negotiate up to a hundred, but then you do have people like a Denise Richards who the rumor is she got like a ton of money to come on the show to begin with. So Yeah. I mean, look, there's an, you know how TV works. It's not like the sky was the limit. I mean, I can't see them giving her, I don't know. I don't know. This was a big deal for Andy. As was another big deal was what we called the reality reckoning, which was the six month research interviews, Bethany lawsuits or lawyer letters are surrounding a Vanity Fair piece that they called Reality Reckoning that they thought was going to take down Andy and Bravo. And I found the article to be a whole lot of 
nothing. I, mean, I was very disappointed. Where is this? I mean, I had Mark Aragos on my show. Like, where is this? Where are these lawyers? Where is the reckoning? I mean, I know they just had that Hulu documentary, which honestly, you didn't, it was nothing more than we've already heard. It was nothing more than the Vanity Fair article just regurgitated. Where is this? Like, where <laughs> have you heard about any reckoning lately? No. And I think one of the biggest problems was they couldn't get anybody who's a current cast member to go on the record. And that's a big problem. I had a date yesterday and I was looking really cute. I had on jeans and like a tight fitting t-shirt and I had on my Soho sneaker Vessies. Of course I dress for fashion and to look good, but you know what? My outfit came in really practical because it started to rain right after the date ended. My Vessies were the lifesaver of the outfit. Vessies are 100% waterproof shoes. I've tried other shoes and sneakers that claim to be waterproof only to get home to feet that are soaking wet. Vessies actually work. I used to wear those clunky rain boots. Oh, they were so unstuck. Stylish. Now I wear Vessies because not only do they keep my feet completely waterproof and dry, they're so comfortable and they're stylish. Perfect for a first date. Look, the date didn't go well, but at least my feet were fully dry. But don't take my word for it. Get a pair for yourself. Head to Vessi.com slash velvet and get a pair yourself today. Just go to Vessi.com slash velvet and get 15% off your first order. That's right. V-E-S-S-I.com slash velvet for 15% off your first order. Unwrap the first of many presents this season with holidays on the house from DraftKings Casino. Cozy up with all the classics like slots, blackjack, and roulette, and play exclusive games you'll only find at DraftKings Casino. Download the DraftKings Casino app now and sign up with promo code VELVETROPE and play $5 to get $100 in casino credits. That's promo code VELVETROPE only at DraftKings Casino. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly, 21 and over. Physically present in Connecticut, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia only. Void in Ontario. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. One per opted in new customer, $5 wager required, max $100 in casino credit awarded, which requires one-time playthrough within seven days. Terms at casino.draftkings.com slash holidays on the house. Restrictions apply. Yeah. For the reality reckoning. You know, and Bethany stuck her neck out on that one. The one thing that they did talk about in that article that I actually feel very strongly about that I think is super important is... After a certain amount of time on a reality show, you should be represented by SAG-AFTRA, which is our union. Um, it, it comes down to, you know, retirement and 401k. It's about insurance. It's about um, certain protections on how many hours you can work, what is considered overtime, what's considered a dangerous work environment. So I think that's probably, for me personally, the thing I think sh should come out of it. But I was so disappointed. I was like, couldn't wait for the article. And I was like, meh. Yeah. 
I mean, there is this rumor out there also that they contacted Bethany for that article, like they did, you know, Jill and all these other New York housewives. There, a lot of them were in it, and that this is just the, another rumor that Bethany heard this because you know it was so many months in advance and was like, oh. I'm going to do the reckoning, not Vanity Fair, and that she then launched her reckoning only because she got a call to be a part of this article like everybody else. And she just said, oh, I'm going to lead this movement and be the face of it. I don't know if that's true, but let me ask you, Melissa, if you're sitting home and you're Bethany Frankel and your phone rings and this is presented to you and you say you want to be, a, you don't think that it's possible that Bethany said, oh, my God, this is my movement. Screw Vanity Fair. Um. Remember, I had dinner with Bethany right before the article came out. Yes. And she said that they reached out to her. And I, I, I can't say which is which, but Bethany was very passionate about what she was saying. And that was in person. This wasn't like there was not a camera around. She really feels like there's so much that isn't seen and so much that goes on behind the scenes and so much manipulation of people. I found her very genuine in saying this has to stop. I think if Vanity Fair hadn't reached out to her, she would not have become the face of it. And I'm not sure how much of it was pre-planned by her in ooh, I get to become the face of it. Other than I felt she was very genuine in what she was saying. And she really felt like not that she wasn't taken advantage of, but the ones that don't have as much power as her were taken advantage of. Well, that's good to hear that in person at that dinner, she was genuine because I think that is a lot of people's problems. Like, I think nobody has a problem with what she's saying. They all agree about SAG-AFTRA and everything she's saying in general. I think people question like are you doing this because it's you know it's another feather in your cap and it's all about bethany so to hear that you were at that dinner which you were that she seemed genuine in person about the mistreatment of all these people that is i think that's great to hear because i think that's people's problem that they don't believe this is truly genuine they think bethany just wants a moment to be bethany and we all well, should bow what i found fascinating and reading it is I felt like just being within the industry, I'm like, this is nothing. There's so much worse we all know about, which yeah. is ridiculous. But also that nobody who's currently on one of their shows spoke out. Is it because there's a whole lot of nothing or is it because they're scared? I think they're scared. I think they're scared. I think they're scared. And I think they will remain scared just look at there is a difference between a reality TV star and a actor or an actress. It's just, I mean, many of them, most of them are scared too, but there's, there's not like 99%. I think everyone in reality TV is just like, let me hold on for dear life as long as I can. Yeah. I think they're scared. I don't see that changing anytime soon. So pivoting. Yes. To below deck. Your favorite. My favorite a definite sex scandal this year and now a drug scandal. I mean, it does not get any better than this. So on Below Deck uh, Down Under, there was a, a student named Margot, a bosun named Luke, and a, this story went everywhere. 
Margot was basically way too drunk to give consent. And Luke went into her cabin and got into bed with her naked. And they broke the fourth wall. The producers stepped in, made him leave. He got aggressive about it and ended up getting fired from the show. So that was a big story because that was one of the things they talked about that people don't know how much sexual harassment goes on in these shows. It all folds into the reality reckoning. But this was huge. This was, you know, sex, drugs, and rock and roll. We saw the scene and yeah, I mean, and then Laura got fired too, who was sticking up for him for things that she said. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, and then all these other below deck sexual scandals, you know, the stuff they were trying to say about Gary. And I mean, I assume Gary is not ever coming back to the franchise. I would assume, I mean, we don't know. These are just allegations, but. Well, and the allegations against Gary were from one of the, one of the production company staff. Yeah. Not even another boat person. So that's pretty serious. Yeah. But the, the, I want to go back to the, the Luke and Margot. Yeah. It was a really interesting decision by the production company and the network to show it. Yeah. Very interesting to break that fourth wall. First of all, dealing with the issue, because then we found out that Aisha, the chief stew, had gone through date rape before, and that's why she was being so protective of Margot and didn't like how Luke was behaving and didn't leave her alone. Um, but I think it was very interesting that they chose to show it and showed the production company change uh, stepping in. And twice they had to step in when he locked them all, when Luke locked them all out of his room, their room. Um, some people felt like they were showing it to prove that they did the right thing, the production company. I maybe it's maybe I have the holiday spirit. Do we think that maybe they were showing it so that the public could see how to handle something like that? A little bit of see something, say something. I think you is have it, the is holiday it, is spirit. It, really? That's so disappointing. Now, Melissa, you, I mean, at least here I am. I split my time between New York and LA, but I am a hardcore New Yorker. Okay. You, you know, you, I grew up in New York and LA. No, I grew up. Yeah. I grew up in LA. I've been here since I was three. That's what I mean. You're more but of an LA girl New- than I am. So, yeah. you know, executive producer, fashion police, you know how this business works. So I think you're in, I think this crown on your head, this headband today has got you in the holiday spirit. I look, maybe I'm just a cynical New Yorker, but you know how this business works, girl. I don't think they were like, let's do a PSA teaching moment from Bravo. That's just me. I think it's a great byproduct. Let's kill two birds with one stone. But I think they were like, Oh, that Bethany Frankel and this one. And yes, this was filmed before all of that. But still, I think they broke the fourth wall to say just when all the lawsuits start or potential lawsuits to shut all of them down. Let's show that we did the right thing in this situation. It's my. So, you know, and I have one very cynical friend who said what you just said, that they made sure they showed it to avoid lawsuits later. 
My mind like, always goes to a lawsuit. I, I I can't help it. You know, those those top executives at Bravo this year thought they were thought it was safe to go back in the water. And then just when they can say, let's go to the holiday company, company holiday party, a drug scandal breaks out. So this couple, their last name is uh, Martinis. He's supposedly a doctor. I guess he is a urologist. They have managed to be on three episodes of Below Deck, two on Below Deck Med, which is Captain Sandy, and one is Sailing Yacht. They just were busted. Tell the story. So, and I mean, at first, I had to read it so many times because at first, so like they're using cast members' names, which I am so confused. This story really intrigues me more like, so they're using cast members' names to write fake prescriptions. And so I guess the wife, because the husband's a urologist, went to pick up one of these fake prescriptions and somebody realized she wasn't the person or the signature didn't match. But like, I thought they were using other charter guest names because they've been on three times, which I don't even know how you get on below deck well, three times by and the just way, fade into the by background. the way, yeah. they were never primaries. They were always somebody else's guest. That makes it even almost as strange like you just have three random friends that ended up on below deck i mean are these below well, deck stalkers yeah well no one of the one of the friends went on the show what the primary twice. went on the show twice okay. and brought their friends both times and then the one on sailing yacht was a uh bro trip which was one of the most awful episodes to watch on Below deck sailing yacht where you're just like, oh my God, these guys are awful. They were just a nightmare. And beyond a nightmare. So I, I want, how long do you think this was going on for? Have Has, has the New York Post told us yet? No, but I want to know like, what names are you using? Like, are you writing prescription for Captain Sandy Yawn? Prescriptions for Lee, Lee Robosh? Like, I mean, I don't Captain understand. Captain Glenn. Right, like- Aisha Scott doesn't even live in here in the States. Like, I don't get it. Like, I just think it's so crazy and funny in a way. Like, these are the names you choose if you want to run a fake prescription. And I think it was for like Oxy. I think it was all for Oxy. So they just, and then I guess what? They're getting the drugs and now they're selling them. I guess that's what, that's what, how this is working, I guess. I feel like this was, the Bravo Universe's way of giving me a Hanukkah slash holiday gift. You love a good below deck scandal. Oh, and the fact I, I do. I feel like I must have done something really good this year because the universe has lined up and ended my year with a major below deck story. And this one is maybe just starting. Like, I mean, maybe this will just fade into oblivion. But I mean, there's a lot of questions I still have on this one. Again, I'd like to know the names of the people they've used. Are they well, saying I, Kate Chastain, Oxycontin for five? I mean, I don't know. I just know that this story has brought me joy. Yeah. Just like you have this entire year. Well, listen, we have a lot to cover next year, too. So, you know. What are your predictions? That's a really good question. My predictions are 
Well, you know, I could use, I mean, Andy has said recently, I think we're good on, on franchises, but housewives, it's just used to be so good. And it's a little boring these days to me. I think we need a new franchise. I do. I want a new franchise, Melissa. You and I were talking about this. Where do you think the new franchise should be? I said Las Vegas. And then I, though, I think you came up with the winner. Nashville, right? And it could spin off with, oh my God, it could spin off with Morgan and Kyle. (gasps) We may have just solved this whole mystery. Does, okay, does Morgan, she, does she definitely, does she has, well, I mean, she's country music, so maybe she has, does she live in Nashville part-time I have no idea, but it would make complete and total sense for her to be there. She'll start living in Nashville. I mean, that takes two seconds. We have Kristen Cavalier. You know how I feel about Kristen Cavalier. You've you've been saying she should be the next big housewife, and she lives in Nashville. She and she really lives in Nashville. Like that's not part time. She doesn't really come to LA anymore. She's a Nashville girl. I mean, Kristen is. She has. This, I mean, her podcast. She's giving out relationship advice. She wants to date someone. She looks the part. Kristen Cavalier. Can you imagine Kristen Morgan? We just cast it with two people. Yeah, and 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 Kyle dropping in to visit. Then we can have big crossover episodes. Well, we can start the way like Vanderpump Rules started, where they spun off of like Beverly Hills Housewives, and it was what we could have Beverly Hills on, and we could have Kyle just like get on a plane and land in Nashville and see Morgan. And the next thing you know, we're not even watching Beverly Hills; we're in Nashville, and the new show is launched. Do you know who I hadn't even thought about that till just now? We may have. We may have solved a lot of mysteries. Is that starting is, with? Is that the whole reason Morgan and Kyle have been hanging out? Because Andy secretly has a plan to launch a Nashville franchise. I think Andy is that smart. I mean, really, listen, we 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 haven't had anything down there, and it's like a different, you know, the South, and I think we have Southern charm, but we haven't had like a real Southern housewives. It could be really good because there'll be like all these proper Southern ladies, and yet they'll be not proper at all. I think it would be fascinating. Me um, too. David, I yes. love you. Here's to 2024. We had a good year. We're going to have a great year next year. And, you know, we're not going and anywhere. Well, and I can't wait till January because you know all hell is going to break loose in Aspen. All hell. We're going to have to keep our eyes on Aspen in January. Oh, and Salt Lake. I mean, come on. We got some skiing, girls trip. We are going to have a lot to recap in January. I will be all over Aspen. Kathy Hilton, Ramona hangs in Aspen. It's going to be like, there's going to be so much going on in January off air for Housewives in Aspen that we're going to have to have our eyes peeled to that. Until then, Melissa, love you. Love you. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. 
We're behind the velvet rope on Apple Podcasts or head on over to Patreon because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in behind the velvet rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.